I mean, you talk about some celebrities on campus because the, the media really picked this up and um, put it out there for us. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Our kids are worthy, they are strong, they are confident. Oh, that skirted me. Oh, God. All around, we're always in this together. You just can't let stuff get to you. You, you have to keep yourself positive. To know that there's an outlet for them to be able to participate and feel confident and feel strong. Greatness comes from failure. Greatness doesn't come from repeated just success. But with the support that we get from the community and the torch runners, it really comes from their hearts that makes it real rewarding for us. Let's all stay interactive and let's stay so connected. That's right. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Everett King. And I'm Officer Ed Day with the Level Police Department. And this is episode 55 of Welcome to the Revolution. And I know I say this every single week, but this is an exciting one. I'm really excited about this one. And Everett, tell them why we're excited about this. Because I was a kid in a candy store. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's why. Uh, because we <laughs> we were talking about that historical moment uh, with some coaches for our UIL let me rephrase that, our UCSUIL track event, state track event. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think – I think Chris got to say five things throughout the whole uh, the whole conversation. <laughs> I just like uh, – Officer Day only got to say like two or three. Everett was just hogging the mic because I was like, hey, coach, how about this? Da, da, da. <laughs> I know. He was, he was talking to coaches, Ed, and that's when he, he just takes off and doesn't stop. Okay. I, I can just stand back and listen all day long. That's fine. <laughs> no, it was awesome and fantastic to talk to these two schools and to talk to an athlete from Lubbock Cooper. Um, you know, Randall Canyon was uh, our champions, our state title winners, and Lubbock Cooper were runners up for the first ever UIL Unified State Track Meet. And it was a it was a great day to talking to all these guys. And you know, Ed, what what stood out to you from this interview? I really enjoyed listening to coaches and their experiences with the with, with the communities and with the, uh, the the students inside the schools themselves and how they've come together to embrace uh, all this and it's it's just a, it's a great feeling that uh, everybody's coming together with this because it's you know times in the past that may not have been like this but the fact that it it is this way now it's it just gives you a lot of hope for the future. Yes, it does. Yeah, and we kind of touched. They kind of touched on that, you know, how they think their programs are going to grow even more. How they even have people lined up to now join their unified track team at these schools and everything that happened. You know, um, I can't wait to see uh, Randall's state championship rings. Those things are going to probably be nice. They probably will. I'm ready to see a picture with their rings and their letter jackets. I think that's what the, gave me the most chills, the most goosebumps when Coach Height was talking about that and getting them fitted for the letter jackets yeah definitely definitely and like everett said earlier we're kind of uh kind of it's kind of jealous that it came out of the west the very first year we were hoping something was going to come out of the north yeah but you know i i couldn't wish it upon two better programs because mm -hmm. you know 
they and I guess by the end of the conversation, I don't want to take a lot away. Matter of fact, <laughs> I'm going to save this for later. But um, I really love the way that both of the coaches um, uh, approached it and and uh, took it head on. Def- definitely a little little sneak peek of what's going to come in the interview. But, uh, but before we go on a little too long here, uh, we're just going to jump right in. So sit back and enjoy. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. Uh, We are joined here um, with Everett King and Ed Day, Officer Ed Day from the West. It is the West Region's Takeover Week, um, and it's an exciting one this week because we get to talk to the UIL State Track Meet winners and runners-up. We're talking with uh, Randall Canyon. Canyon, uh, if I get the name right, uh, that would help with Randall Canyon and Lubbock Cooper, the two schools. Randall Canyon won the state track meet, and Lubbock Cooper uh, are the runners-up. And it's an exciting episode this week, Everett, because we actually get to talk to the coaches um, and the delegations and the teams that went down there and actually participated in the UIL state track meet. Because last week with the South Region, we were there at the event, um, and now we get to talk to those who are actually competing in the event. And it's just an exciting episode. Yes, this is definitely an exciting episode. Um, you know, Chris and I were were being able to be behind the scenes listening, but you know, to be able to sit there and and speak with some some folks that uh, was making history, coaching history. This is uh, going to be uh, something very uh, amazing. And Ed, you know, being the co-host out there, this is from your your region, you should be, you know, got a little chip on your shoulder, big old smile that the West went out there and represented and did it the way it, 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 they did. That's right. Yeah. We're very proud of our, of our, uh, of our programs out here in West Texas. Um, I was looking up a little bit about the the championships and what uh, Canyon Randall did out there and the love it Cooper. And uh, yeah, it's great. I'm not sure they're getting the recognition that they deserve media wise over here. I think they could do a little bit more for that. But um, yeah, it's been it's been exciting to to hear about all this. Exciting indeed to uh, hear about it and actually see it happen. Last week, uh, if you watched the live streams, we actually got to view and see the UIL State Track Meet. So, before we get uh, too much into it, uh, I want to introduce uh, Ashley, who is the um, associate executive for the West, and I wanted her to kind of talk about you know what does it mean for the West region that uh, not just the winner came out of the West region, but also the runner up came out of the West region. Really the West region was on top of the UIL state track meet that happened. Yes, we are still living. I know I have Bobby and Brian from my staff on this call and we, I like, I don't think we can stop bragging enough about how this all went down. We were able to take four teams out to um, the state competition and, um, to come back with the top two slots. I mean, I was high-fiving everybody. I was kind of like, <laughs> kind of trying to encourage everybody to be like, hey, bring um, bring your A-game next year because, you know, we walked away with first and second. Um, and just trying to get everybody pumped and really competitive. I know we have a lot of teams that um, that walked away kind of just admiring the trophy and really wanting to come back for for that state championship next year. Um, so just messing with the teams, messing with the, the rest of the staff in the state, um, we get some bragging rights for the next year. Um, like I said, we've been bragging to everybody, so it's just really exciting to see 
the parents, the athletes, everybody that's kind of given me text messages or calls in the last um, week just saying thank you thank you for this experience thank you for um what the the these track meets meant to our athletes or to our teams has been really cool to see especially after you know not having competitions for over a year and getting to have that that excitement and those high fives and hugs getting to like see this in full effect has been really cool yeah, bragging rights indeed uh, for the West region going home with the two top spots. And, you know, I'll toss it over to Bobby and Brian, you know, being UCS specialists and working with these schools, you know, not only to get ready for this track meet, but basically on, on a daily and a weekly basis to see what they're doing for UCS in these two schools. How does it make you all feel to know that these two schools are come, came out on top in the state? You know, it was amazing. The fact is, you know, whenever we went and talked to Lovett Cooper and then also Canyon Randall, you know, they were on board right from the get-go. And, and uh, Everett, I know I know you're a competitor just like I am after coaching for 30 years. And I could see that they were going to be into this thing to win it. They said, if we're going to do it, we want to win it. That was the exact words from Lovett Cooper. And they, they end up runner-up, so congratulations to them. But, you know, the fact that uh, – <clears throat> The fact that they uh, that these athletes got to represent their school in a UIL, not just a UIL event, but the UIL state meet is so awesome, and they they appreciated it so much. Yeah, I was just thrilled that, of course, you know, two schools from my areas were state champions and runners up, and I I kept thinking all along since the local meets and the area meet and regional meet that. Lubbock, Cooper, and Randall both had good chances to win the state championship. And I just watched Randall each week in every meet that they ran. They just kept getting better and better. And and uh, that, you know, just goes out to their coaches who works those kids. And I know I mentioned to Jeff several times during the meets and stuff that I really thought they had a good chance to win it too because their kids, the kids that they got out and participated in it were just – you know, good athletes, they were all excited. They were wanting to, for sure, both schools were wanting to win this thing. And and so it was great to have those two schools in our area uh, finish state championship, state champions and runners up. And, you know, Bobby was very instrumental in getting Lubbock Cooper going with this. He started working on them last spring. And uh, then, of course, Randall came in. They came in a little later and really didn't have a lot of time to prepare for it. And, man, they just took it over and went and did it, and it was fantastic. You know, not only did they get first and second uh, in state, um, but if I'm not mistaken, for regionals, did they, did they uh, flip-flop it? Um, yeah, they, uh, Cooper was the regional champion. Randall was runner up. I believe that's right. And, uh, yeah. So like I said, I knew both of them had a good chance and Randall, just to mention this, I don't, I don't know for sure about Lovett Cooper, but I know Randall did not have a senior on their team. So they'll be strong again next year. Oh, a repeat. Are we seeing a repeat <laughs> coming next year? I doubt that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we might. You guys, yeah, I think We're, so. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Now, Megan and her team did an excellent job, and we do. All of our boys are seniors, and our girls are all juniors as far as uh, partners. And uh, 
So, you know, we were talking on the way back just who we're going to reload with on the boys' side. And and we're also going to do a little bit different. We're going to kind of interview because we want we want kids. Our boys were just so involved with our athletes. And our girls were were competitive and and they included our girls, but we want more. And so we're going to we're going to really open this up to be competitive, to be a part of this program and not just sign up because you got a senior out. See, I like that. Um, and, and, you know, you said the main thing that, you know, all of us coaches love to do, even though you just finish a competition, you're already planning for next year. And the fact that, you know, you're looking to improve the program, not for it to just be, you know, um, and, and I'm not saying this is the way that you all were, you know, seniors, this is what you get to do. Uh, this is a, a feel good thing, but you're trying to make it to where not only, well, you're trying to make it inclusive, more inclusive for your athletes and to be able to go out there, have a great time and compete. And to me, that that just speaks volume. Well, I know our leadership at, at Lovett Cooper, I mean, once they got on board and we made it to regionals, our assistant superintendent said, well, we're treating this just like any other UIL sport. So we're going to get a charter. We're going to make sure that y'all are staying. I mean, they just gave us the credit card and said, go to town, do whatever you want. And that's what we did. And Bobby, this to, to you, as well as Brian, um, you know, as as a UCS specialist, uh, you know, when I first started helping with that, that was one of the main things that I kept promoting. And, and the vision that a bunch of us had was so that these schools, these superintendents um, would treat this as what it is. It's a it's going to be a UIL function and it's not one of those feel good things. Um, how does that make you feel to see? Um, that some of the things that we all talked about in our little meetings, you know, it's, it's actually, you know, coming, you know, straight to the front. Exactly. You know, we, we struggle with that a little bit, you know, we put this together pretty quickly, this UIL track meet, because we started a little bit late on that. You know, when you start thinking about it, we should have started at, at the beginning of the school year, but the fact that we were going into the superintendents and going into the ADs and, and talking to them and saying this is a UIL event. Don't mistake it for, for a Special Olympic event. It is a UIL. We want this to be a competitive model. The UIL wants it to be a competitive. And as you can see with with Randall, with Canyon Randall and also Max Catwinkle at, at Lover Cooper, he says, yes, we are going to do this and we're going to do it right and we're going to do it the way we're supposed to. And it shows by the results on how they finish the year. And I just want to add that um, – Coach McCune, McCune at Randall High, the boys track coach there, <clears throat> he came down to the state meet because he wanted to see how it was done. He got with me during the, the meet and was asking me questions and stuff. And he wants to just make it better also. And he's working on getting other schools in the area involved and having their own um, schedule for the unified UIL track team next year and and having some mini meets with uh, the area schools around that are getting involved with this so yeah it's great and like Bobby said Max Catwinkle and coach Darden at uh, at Lubbock Cooper have just been fantastic about getting on board and going with this you know coach McCune he talked to me for about 30 minutes during the state meet trying to you know map out he was like hey 
March, we should just have just a unified track meet each week. Uh, so we get our athletes prepared for the area meet and regionals. And, and I was like, coach, whatever you need, that's, that's what we want. You know, Everett, that just, that just shows you, you get that taste in your mouth. You're an, you're a coach, you know, they're getting that taste in their mouth of what it feels like to win and they want to continue doing it. So it's, it's going to be a great journey and more schools will be involved. It's going to be a lot of fun in years to come, a historical deal. It is. And, and you, you might see, we've got Mary Berry, one of my athletes, uh, on on this on this call as well and she has been instrumental she, her her family have been so supportive of what we've done in special olympics and on this unified thing and and her uh, father and i have worked together for years and then uh her stepfather is the chief of police and he has really been instrumental in putting a lot of things together for our community as well when we rolled in on that Friday evening, our baseball team was playing for a uh, district championship against Coronada, and they had between innings, they had to stop the bus at the baseball game so that they could honor all of our athletes and partners uh, between innings. And it was one of the proudest moments that our kids and, and for me as a coach has ever had. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. So, and um, one thing that everyone should know, a uh, reminder, I am called the butcher. So I hope I say this right, Coach Hyke. Uh, what was your experience and, and your expectations and, and were they, um, were they, your expectations, were they above what everything happened or did they just get blown out of the water completely? Well, I guess being a former coach, my expectations from the beginning were were high and one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is I, I teach a lot of these kids all day and so i'm with them and so when i was approached by this by uh, mr skank our assistant principal he called down to my classroom and told me to to give him a list of kids that you know might want to do track and so i got him a list and and then uh, he said uh, do you want to coach and i was like ah i don't know I, you know i've got a couple kids that are super busy and stuff and i said so let me know if you can't find somebody let me know and then of course i don't really think he asked anybody else he called me back the next day and he said yep can't find anybody so you're coaching <laughs> So I, I jumped on board. I, you know, we ran with it. And uh, and I know when I was looking for athletes um, and partners and everything, I, I approached him in the way of, you know, do you want to win a state championship? And a lot of my kids looked at me and thought, now, Miss Hot, I mean, state championship, we're just doing track. And I said, no, do you want to win a state championship? And they were like, I guess. And they really didn't know what it was all about. And so how everything came together and these kids, I mean, and their partners came together. It was, it was amazing to get to see the excitement, the competitive competitiveness that, you know, happened on that track, you know, from each track meet to the next, it was, it was just something as, like I said, I've, I've taught um, these kids for a few years and uh, getting to be their coach is probably, it, it's an honor. I, I've loved every minute of it. That's awesome. So, you know, um, as you were saying there, Coach Key, you have one of your athletes on here, uh, Mary, Mary Berry. Yeah. Um, so, Mary, how did it feel, you know, being out there in a state environment competing uh, on 
on a historical platform like you all were doing. So, well, Mary gets ready to click on. I mean, it it was one of those things, kind of like Coach Hyatt said. I mean, I'm a former varsity coach as well. And when we put this together, I mean, my whole expectation was um, that we're going to win this thing. And, you know, and, and, and I'll be a, a, a proud coach. I mean, when we didn't win it, when we got runners up, I was disappointed. But, I mean, I was so happy to see – all the uh, relationships and and uh, everything that happened because this was one of the best student trips that I have ever been on. I mean, we took in San Antonio like no one else. I mean, we went to the Alamo, we went to the zoo, and all that was after we competed. But we ate at some historic places in San Antonio and the kids had a great time. So Mary, the question to you is, how was the experience at state for you? Well, while she's getting, you know, um, getting off of there, off of mute, one of the things Chris and I have always uh, uh, talked about, um, if you've ever listened to our podcast before, is you all, you know, have another chance um, to make history, and that's both schools. I thought I would be the first to make uh, this history moment. Um, as a track coach, one of the biggest things, two of the biggest uh, track events that I want to go to uh, with a unified team, number one is the Jesuit meet out here in Dallas. And then the, the next one is the Texas Relay to have the first um, unified uh, track team out there representing. But we'll get to that in a minute. It looks like Mary is uh, able to get off mute. So, Mary, how, how did you like uh, the experience of being um, one of the first teams to, to compete in a unified champion uh, UIL track meet? I mean, it was awesome because this is our first time history doing this and also with our unified partners, get to meet them. And now they're like a family for us and our friends. Um, they're always like yesterday, um, our unified partner, she gave us a card and told us thank you. She always give us, a, she gave us free gift cards for Bahama Bucks and all of us. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was amazing because, you know, hello, Bahama Bucks. <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, they care about us like we are, they care about us and the coaches and we're so thankful to be part of this and for the first time history. So it was, I mean, like Coach Key says, you know, um, you know, I'm so thankful for him to be a part of us. So. So uh, Mary, what was your favorite part of the trip down to San Antonio? Um, the track meet. Um, I went last year, but I haven't been like, I had, I went last year, but um, two years ago, but it's not UIL. So it was different from UIL from a regular track meet for sure. Um, it was a lot of fun for sure. So from different teams, from different areas. So That's awesome. So did you compete in just one event or did you compete in multiple events? I do two events. I do four by 100 relay in the 100 meter dash. Awesome. So Coach Key, keeping busy out there uh, for these track meets, doing multiple things. 
We tried. I mean, we had so many partners come out and we had so many kids. We had to kind of uh, limit our partners to like one event just because we had such an outpouring of, of support and wanting to be involved. And and I, I just want to touch on what Mary said. I, I think what it has done for our campus is it's created that sense of family. I mean, our kids that normally would not always mix with our uh, athletes have embraced them and and they still go by every day and check on them in the classroom just to see how they're doing and just say hi to them and give them a fist bump. And it, it's just been outstanding. I wanted to toss it over to uh, Ed. Do you have any uh, any questions for him? I do, actually. Yeah. First off, I want to say a huge uh, congratulations to both our coaches and to Mary for the great accomplishments this weekend. You know, a big round of applause to you guys. Congratulations. And uh, with the question that I had, Coach Key just kind of touched on this a second ago. Uh, I was wondering what the what have there been any differences in the in the atmosphere in y'all's respective schools with the, the unified teams coming together? Is it do you, do you notice a difference from years past to what it is now? Has it gotten better? I'm just kind of curious. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one experience I had when I was in high school. Um, we had Olympians at the, the high school that I was at here at Monterey here in Lubbock, and they were going off to a state competition once, and we had a huge little impromptu celebration send off for them, and they had no idea. I was part of the marching band. We were playing the Olympic spirit for them because it was the same year as the Olympics that were going on. Had the cheerleaders, the whole school out there. The Olympians came out the side door, and they were in complete shock. They didn't know anything about this. And, and it, I mean, it brought the biggest guys to tears watching the Olympians just being so happy. And it, it, that was a great experience for me. Coach Key, you kind of touched on it just now, like I said, with the, uh, with, with the other athletes and other students coming in and checking on your Olympians out there. How, it, has it, how, what is the atmosphere like in your schools right now? Our atmosphere has been, once we made it to state from regionals, we had – separate families doing a bake sale to raise money to put a swag bag together and they had like they earned like fifteen hundred dollars from this bake sale and and when once i saw that on facebook someone sent it to me and i sent it to coach catwinkle and i said hey is this people for for real and coach catwinkle's response to me was it's good Cooper people doing things for Cooper. And I went by the bake sale and, and I recognized a couple of the families that were doing it. And they ended up giving each one of our athletes and partners a like a $50 bag worth of snacks, blankets, uh, pillows to, to make the trip. And like what y'all did at Monterey, we had the we had a send-off. We went through every hall of the high school, which if you've ever been to Cooper, it's very serpentine. I mean, it's like we got a million halls. And we had the drum corps in front of us. We had the cheerleaders out by the bus sending us off. And the atmosphere was electric. And the kids were so proud. And and so were all the coaches, too. I mean, we were so proud. It was like, oh, my gosh. They did the same thing to our girls who went and played for the state championship uh, like a month before. And so the same spirit, the same atmosphere, the same energy was poured into our athletes and our partners that were afforded to our other UIL sports as well. Well, that, that's great. So not only just the students at the school, but also it's, it's also bringing the community together as well. Yeah, I mean, when, when we came into town, we got a phone call about 45 minutes out saying, hey, 
we're going to redirect the bus to the baseball field, which is really close to where we're going to drop the kids off anyway. But the uh, Cooper Fire Department, the Cooper Police uh, Department escorted us with full sirens. And and it, it, it was it was a special, special emotional event for all of us on the bus seeing Definitely. all that happen. That is that is so awesome. I wish I could have been out there to see that. Yeah, and I I'm trying to get on Randall's side. Um, it was kind of the same way with us. I mean, how just our school came together and our, our kiddos have been treated like celebrities. Um, they have friends all over campus. It's kind of the same with, you know, coming down, checking on them, fist bumps, asking them how they are. They hang out with our kids during flex time. Uh, same thing when we made it to state, I had so many people calling or texting just to see what they could do to help us, you know, with it being goodie bags, you know, what, what do we need? And it was, it was crazy. It was very, um, sometimes I thought it was pretty surreal just because I really didn't know what to expect. You know, I was hoping we weren't pushed to the side. I was hoping everybody would think of it as being as big as, as what it is. Um, and they, they took it to the next level, all the our administration, our, when we had our send off for our kiddos, um, all the kids came out. And I know when we went to state in volleyball, when I was coaching um, a while back, our send off, it was, it was big, but this was amazing. We wrapped around, on, Randall is a big campus right now. And it was, all the kids were out, they'd made posters and, and the kiddos on the bus, it was so cute because they were like, they know my name, you know, and they, and they even spelled it right. I mean, it was, it was just cute to hear some of the comments because they, they didn't really know if anybody knew their name and they definitely have made an impact on many on our campus. That, that yeah. is absolutely priceless. Yes. And I think Coach Hyatt and I are, are in, in unique situations where we have a smaller community that surrounds our schools that just love everything that we do. And so I, yes. I, I think it's so cool that that we are the two representatives of the state. Well, again, congratulations to both of you guys. Just so uh, Coach Hyatt, what, how, how, what has it been like, if I could speak correctly here, um, you know, how has it been like coming back? um with the state title you were kind of talking to to us about it you know before we recorded but to let everybody know what is what has kind of happened since y'all returned with the state title well it's kind of been a whirlwind um we've had a lot of media coverage our kiddos here let's see last week they got fitted for their letter jackets that was awesome you know so they're getting their letter jackets today we had pictures for our state champion picture that goes on the wall in the gym and then they got sides for their uh their state champion uh ring and we've had we had a interview with news channel four here in amarillo channel 10's been here we've tried to get all the kids on at different times you know to where they can have their spotlight as well but i mean you talk about some celebrities on campus because the the media has really picked this up and um put it out there for us and uh and just our, just the celebrations, because we're, we're getting, with it being UIL, we're getting treated the same way as they were volleyball, basketball. I mean, they're getting the full deal, and the kids are, 
I mean, they are so excited. Like today they said, what, what, what's this? And they're sizing their fingers for the ring. And I'm like, it's your state championship ring. They, they didn't really understand, but once I explained it to them, they thought we get a ring. I mean, so they are, they're loving it, soaking it up. I, I bet there are, you have uh, athletes and, and, you know, other students in that school probably lining up to want to uh, join this next year. Do you yes. see the program <laughs> growing exponentially to, uh, next year when y'all go back? Yes, I, I, I do. I, we've had several come in and already want to put their name down. And we're kind of the same as what Lubbock Cooper's doing. You know, we're putting a little strategy to it. And, and uh it's, it's not going to just be you, you sign up and get to do it, but it's also one, like we were saying, we want to build those relationships with the kids. I mean, most importantly, and, uh, and like I said, defend our titles. So we'll see how it goes, but for sure, the kids are, once they've seen that we uh, came home with that big trophy, the kids are definitely interested in becoming uh, a part of this program. That's awesome. We love to hear when, you know, programs are expanding and growing out there to, to be bigger and better and to uh, be examples throughout the state of Texas. And, you know, we've talked about, uh, you know, the UIL state championship and we've, we saw it when it was down there. You got to see the live streams. We talked about it with the South region on their podcast week um, last week, but uh, I kind of want to toss it over to, you know, Bobby and Brian who, you know, helped set this up and get this going. So what actually went into making this UIL state track meet possible? You know, it was just, uh, it all started with, uh, you know, having trying to get two track meets before the area, which we had to decrease it to only one because of COVID. And uh, then we got into area and, you know, we, we got these teams to come in from our areas and, and compete. And then we went into regional, went up to Lubbock Christian and uh, had a great regional meet with, uh, I'm not sure how many teams we had there, like eight, I think, or maybe nine. And then we got to go to state. And, you know, it's just, uh, it was a lot of work. You know, Tammy did a lot of work on it. And the UIL was was totally on board with it. And we were trying to get to go to Un University of Incarnate Word, but COVID regulations wouldn't let us get on their college. So we had to find a high school to go to. So I guess to, to shorten it up, it was a lot of work to it. But I, I think it went off with, without a hitch at all. I mean, it was a, it was a great venue. It was a great, uh, great track. You know, the, the Northeast high school track that we got to run on is a great facility and everybody there in the LETR, it just, it just all came together for these kids. So it was, it was, a, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think the, um, hardest part, one of the hardest parts was, uh, trying to meet with the schools, the coaches and everything and go over the rules, you know, because, even though it's UIL, we try to follow a lot of the UIL rules and stuff, but there were some differences in it and just getting the, the teams to understand the rules, how many events, how many uh, events the, the kids could participate in. Uh, so that was uh, a challenging part of it. Um, also, I, you know, I started back in uh, September trying to contact athletic directors and coaches and stuff to you know, meet with them and get them involved in this. And like Bobby said, with the COVID stuff, it made it kind of tough this year to, you know, get those people to uh, meet with us. And of course, you know, in the fall, they're busy with football and other sports, volleyball and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a challenging year, but it all turned out fantastic. I'd like to jump in real quick and just say Bobby and Brian and Tammy were awesome. I mean, they were always available to answer any questions. 
and just their passion and their enthusiasm really helped sell this not only to us but to other other districts that came to our regional and uh, a law for a very long time well you know with you saying that and um brian uh, there may be a lot of listeners out there uh, that have been thinking about becoming a uh, ucs campus and may be interested in doing something like track um now you said there were some rule changes for some of our listeners, can you just tell us like some of the different rule changes from spe regular Special Olympics track and regular UIL track to, to make this something that uh, uh, could go on for their campus? Well, as far as uh, the UIL Unified, there were six events that the kids uh, could participate in. The four by 100 meter relay boys and girls, 100 meter dash, 400 meter dash, the shot put and long jump. Of course, in UIL, there are more events. Uh, the kids could partner with an athlete uh, to compete in two events each. And uh, so that was, that's a little different. And, uh, you know, compared to Special Olympics, sports uh you know we had to abide by uil rules you know the physicals had to be uil physicals uh the shot put was a four kilo shot put which is the high school girl shot put so yeah there were some differences in in the way it was done of course uh like the shot put um you know they have to enter the ring and exit the ring the way they're supposed to it has to be you know uh put out there the way it's supposed to with the correct form and stuff like that, which that was, a, I think that was challenging for a lot of the coaches to get some of their kids to be able to do that correctly. And like I said, as the season went on, you could tell that the coaches had been working with their kids and, and the kids just kept getting better and better. So yeah, there was, you know, quite a bit of difference in, in uh, of course with the UIL and just the regular Special Olympics meets. And I think that was an education point as well, was that this was totally separate. I understood that what what Brian and Bobby were saying when this is UIL and this is competitive and just trying to sell it to our parents and to our kids that, hey, just because you're out there competing doesn't mean you're going to get a medal. I mean, we're out there to win. I mean, this is different than Special Olympics. Unified Sports is a true partnership with our gen ed kids and our sped kids and you know, we're out there to put the best. And we had some parents hold back because they didn't want their child to be a part of it. But I think after what they saw the success and what it's really about, I think next year we're going to have uh, a lot more athletes wanting to get in on this as well. Well, I sure hope so. I mean, with everything that's happened with, uh, you know, everything that we've shown and, and the success of it, like you said, we, we really do hope that this keeps growing. And, you know, um, Bobby, are, is, is Special Olympics and UIL, are we stopping at track or are we expanding this to different sports? Oh, no. We've, UIL has already sanctioned robotics, too, right now, unified robotics. Uh, it's my understanding that uh, basketball is coming. And the way that'll be played, it'll have three athletes on the floor and two partners at a time. We've also got flag football coming. And, and down the road, soccer's coming too. So this is all in the future. So there's going to be a lot more sports involved in this. And so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely going to grow, Chris. Do you have any, any years of when that might be expanded for basketball and also for uh, 
Well, it's my understanding that basketball is coming next year. So hopefully that'll happen sooner than later so we can get these schools all prepared to go. But just kind of waiting on the on the last word of when the UIO wants that to start. So That is awesome. So are, does that mean we're going to see Canyon and Lubbock Coopers, their names back on top with other sports, not just track? That is correct. <laughs> yes, you were wrong. <laughs> I, I know last year at our Special Olympics uh, basketball tournament that we had right before COVID happened, we because she was scoring too many of the points, and uh, and that, that was disappointing. But, uh, you know, she's all set to come back out for basketball. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I had an athlete uh, get upset because uh, we were doing our uh, basketball competition, and and he was doing all the scoring. It wasn't that, you know, our partners weren't wanting to score. It was just that uh, he would get the rebound and take it up. And, you know, like with Special Olympics, because it's going to be different with UIL, but with Special Olympics, you know, you have that 75-25 uh, rule. So he was like, well, why does my points not count? So, yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting on, you know, um, when all of this happens with UIL. I can't, UIL, I can't wait. You all were saying earlier, you, you and I don't know if it was you, Coach Key, I think it was you, Coach Key, um, um, about your athletic director, I believe, or superintendents uh, saying something about trying to have some um, UCS track meets uh, for next year. No, that was uh, Coach Hyatt's uh, oh, Hyatt, right. track coach. And so, and I guys are on board because the way it worked for us, we, we ran before the JV meets a couple of times and we already had the personnel, we had the setup. And so everything went great. So, you know, we can get, I mean, I think, I think Randall and us are going to be the drivers of West Texas because it's, you know, our coaches and our administration and, and, you know, I know Megan and I are both uh, sold into this thing. And so we're going to make it whatever it's got to be. Okay, wait a minute. Let's pump the brakes for a minute. You said, and this is the way it's supposed to be uh, for listeners that that are don't know about this. But your track meets right now, your um, UCS track team was actually competing on the same days of everybody else track meets. That, right that before Did it twice like that, where we just showed up like two hours before. And we competed, and by the time we were getting done, all the JV teams were getting set up in the field for the evening events for their JV conference. Yeah, well, and at Randall, with our track meets, uh, we competed with the varsity meet to where we were part of that track meet, to where they would have their uh, preliminaries, and we would run in their finals. And so they just worked us in to where whenever they would get ready for that 100-meter dash, then it would go girls boys girls boys and then us and so we we were worked into that track meet so they they had a big crowd that's their awesome. track wow meets. yes you know Harold, that's another point you may not have been aware of there is no preliminaries in the uio unified track everything is finals right definitely but you know the thing that a lot of these schools a lot of other schools are not understanding is they're thinking you know hey let's have our track meet on this day because our school is doing the track meet on that day. Or maybe it is that, you know, maybe their athletic director doesn't understand that this is a UIL. And that's why a lot of these schools are falling short compared to you two out there right now, because you all are doing it the way that it is intended to be. Number one, we're not, and, and I don't want to say that these schools are looking at trying to segregate their track team, but 
this is your school's track team. You just have another component, you know, and the way it's supposed to look, it's supposed to look freshman, uh, JV, UCS, varsity, or any other notion. But, you know, I know freshmen don't compete uh, usually on the same day as most uh, JV and uh, varsity, but this is where a lot of schools are falling behind. Uh, and I, I really applaud you all, uh, your schools for, for doing it and making sure that these athletes are getting that competition because you all know as, as, as well as I do as coaching, um, your athletes sit back and they watch the other competitors. And, you know, we may be as coaches telling them how to do da, 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 da. And to them, that's the way it sounds is da, 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 da. But then they see someone else out there actually doing what we've been trying to tell them. And then that's when they go ahead and try to uh, actually perform and use that knowledge that uh, we've given them. Yeah, I think the big education part is to separate what is Special Olympics and what is unified sports. Because I think Coach Hyatt and I understand, and I think all the teams that we were competing with understood that okay, this is different and we're putting our best foot forward and we're putting our best athletes out there. And that, that is what happened in San Antonio. Everett, one of the things with the track meets is that as far as the local track meets this year, like Bobby said earlier, they were going to be required to run in at least two track meets. Well, we lowered the one because of COVID. Uh, next year it will be two, but they can run uh, as far as local meets. They can run as many meets as UIL permits the other UIL track teams to run. Uh, the only difference is when they get to area, the area meet is supposed to be a standalone meet with just the unified U UIL kids running their own track meet. So that's something next year that uh, will uh, be a little different because uh, this year we allowed – Area 16 to run their area meet along with one of their high school meets. But next year, it'd have to be a standalone meet with just the unified kids. So, Okay. All right. Well, that sounds good. So, Ed, I mean, you know, as the podcast guy out there in the West, I mean, this should have you feeling, you know, not only pumped, um, and not just a podcast guy out there, you know, as an LETR or uh, personnel out there this should have you really pumped and excited about how the west is is just representing the state of texas because you know usually i say the north is doing it big but i gotta take a back seat now because y'all are surely proven that y'all got it going on <laughs> yeah it's it's an exciting time out here watching these two schools compete the way they did and uh, and and winning the big prizes the way they did i think uh, it's just a yeah, I'm looking forward to, to next year and like we're talking about, hopefully more schools will, will join in on this and we'll have bigger and bigger competitions and hopefully the West will keep coming out on top as more schools join in and we'll show them what we have out here in West Texas. Well, and I think it's a testament again to what I said earlier. I mean, Bobby and Brian both have relationships with not only the coaches that are still actively coaching, but the athletic directors and they have enough context like I've known Bobby for 20 plus years and and so it, it's one of those things where you can trust what they're saying and and it's better understanding it's not someone that's not within the realm of the coaching fraternity because like coach Hyatt said I mean as coaches I mean there's a certain mindset that we have and 
and even though we may be in special ed right now doing other things, we still have those relationships and we understand. And that's one thing I had to try to sell to my SPED director and stuff like that was coaches operate differently than special ed people. We want to marry the two. And that's that's been the beauty about bringing the unified sports in is those people that don't understand special education or special Olympics and then bringing in UIL varsity coaches and trying to marry that. I mean, Bobby and Brian have done that seamlessly with all the teams that they got on board. I'd like to say something else too. I know Bobby's area 14, Abilene High and Abilene Cooper and Kermit were pretty strong this year. And I know Abilene High and Cooper, I think had some disqualifications at, um, the regional meet, which maybe kept them from being in the top three or four also. So I think, you know, they're starting to figure it out too. And I think, you know, Kermit, like, you know, Bobby can speak on this, but Kermit is, they're full on board with this. And I really think next year, those three schools and also Ballinger are going to be a lot more competitive and know what's going on. So I think the West is just going to continue to get stronger each year. Yeah, Kermit was definitely our big uh, challenger, and then Randall came up, and and uh, boy, those those people are passionate. The families that came out from Kermit were just amazing. So well, to uh, to close it out, I'm no, I'm gonna step over you here, Everett. Um, and, uh, to close it out here, I'm gonna toss it over to Ashley. And uh, any words for the other regions out there in the state of Texas? How do we? Uh, how do we get schools that are just passionate about it and are going to bring home the state title in the other, in the other regions? Or you do not want to give away any secrets and you just want to, <laughs> you know, bring in the, uh, yeah, it's all the West region's the best and uh, we're not going to tell you how to beat us. <laughs> That's I it. think the podcast can end. So. <laughs> so they can listen to the podcast. But no, really, um, we have just listening to the coaches and, and the athletes that we have on this call, as well as our UCS specialists. I mean, that shows you the passion. Um, if other regions have schools that have questions or are interested in just picking somebody's brain, I know um, all of us on this call would be happy to chat with them. Um, but it really is just going to be about that communication. I know Cooper jumped on board with UCS. Um, and literally the next morning I had a phone call from friendship and they were like, Cooper signed on for some track. How do I do that too? Um, and I was like, Oh, awesome. Well, they're talking. And, um, so I think the communication between the schools, um, and it being led by people who are already passionate about UCS is just really going to help it grow. But if there are any other, um, regions or coaches that, um, are just struggling to get on board or they, they have some questions, feel free to reach out to any of us out in the West. And I know we would be happy to, to share what it takes to um, become, you know, the state champions and state runner-ups at a competition since, you know, we have that experience now. That's, that's awesome. And, you know, we want to, we want to thank every single one of y'all for jumping on this call with us and talking to us and giving us a little bit of insight on the UIL state track meets and uh, getting to talk to Randall and getting to talk to Cooper about, you know, bringing home the championship and, and runners up in the first ever unified uil state track i mean it's it was great to talk to every single one of y'all and you know y'all have the passion about this and we just love the the way that it's growing out in your schools and hopefully that will spark interest around the state and this thing will blow up uh, and be a, a huge competition that uil and special Olympics hold 
together. But again, thanks for thanks for spending some time with us and talking to us. And uh, we really enjoyed hearing y'all stories and what's actually happening in these schools. And uh, y'all have a great rest of y'all's day. Now, see, that was what I was saying earlier uh, before we cut to it. Uh, Officer Day, you asked a wonderful question in that interview. Um, and, and I just wanted to be quiet just so I could listen to what they said. But being a part of a unified uh, program uh, when I was a paraprofessional at a school, the atmosphere in the school completely changes. Um, you know, it's it's now not the, oh, there's a sped student, but there's my brother or there's my sister over there. You know, we, we used to have the varsity football team um, they would come over to the table where we would have lunch and, you know, Hey, coach King, can I take, uh, can so-and-so come sit with us? Uh, you know, we, we all want to, you know, hang out and talk about this, this, and the other, you know, cheerleaders coming over to get the, the young ladies. So to hear the environment changing at that, those schools, just by putting this on, it, it, it was amazing. Absolutely. I think uh, so many times, High school kids, you know, teenagers, they, they get a pretty bad rap for always being mean-spirited and bullies and so on and so forth. But, um, yeah, to, to listen to this and hear exactly how big of a heart a lot of these, a lot of these uh, high schoolers have to be able to, to go out and do what they're doing now with the inclusion, I, I think that's, again, like I said earlier, just uh, gives a lot of hope for the future. Definitely. And both of the coaches, you know, what I thought was pretty cool, um, Coach Key said, you know, being SPED, being a part of SPED, and, you know, being a former coach, now he was able to do some of the things that he was wanting to do. And it sounded like they didn't really have to twist uh, Coach Height's arm too much to go ahead and coach. Because, you know, when you're in that environment, you see some of the things that your students can do but they're not really given that opportunity but now as that coach you're able to go out there and show them hey this is what our students can do now look at this this is what the whole school can do when we're unified and we're in an inclusive environment so i mean this is where i started off at the very beginning saying i was a kid in a candy store because, you know, Chris, you know, I say this all the time, the inclusive word, they're doing it, they're, they're taking strides. And I'm hoping that other schools, um, teachers, coaches that are listening to the podcast can say, you know, I thought about that. I see it's being done somewhere else. How can I make it better? Yeah, exactly. How, how can I change the environment of the school and see growth from not just, you know, the SPED students, but the gen ed students as well? How can you see that growth in both of them and how it just changes the school completely um, from the inside out? It's it's awesome to see um, that happen. And, and again, congratulations to Lubbock Cooper and uh, Candle. I can't even say I always hey. mess up their name. Candle <laughs> Canyon um, for uh for competing in this and going home with the title and runners up. It's just, it's an awesome thing to see and, and can't wait to see it grow even more than it already has. Definitely. All I can say though, is enjoy it West. Yes, West reason, enjoy it. Just enjoy it because we're coming for you. <laughs>
Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. <laughs> Keller ISD, Arlington, come on now. It's time to step it up. <laughs> going to be on the top next year. So, But, yeah, we can't wait to see uh, how this relationship with UIL just keeps growing in the future. Um, but one of the big things that's happening this week that uh, we can't wait for is uh, on Friday at noon, Everett, we are having the USA Games Team Texas is being announced at noon. Oh, yes. So if you put in your applications, uh, all I can say is look forward for an email for everyone to get on so you can see if you made Team Texas. We are going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. Friday is going to be a fun day to see if you made Team Texas uh, uh, Officer Day. Are you, are you excited about Friday to see who's going to go represent Team Texas in Orlando in 2022? Absolutely. I'm, I'm you know, sitting on pins and needles right now waiting to see what happens. <laughs> to have the largest delegation yes. in Orlando in 2022. We will have the largest delegation there. As it should yes. be, being Texas. So. Yes, sir. Yeah, everything's bigger here. All right. Our delegations that go to USA Games. <laughs> um, so on Friday, wait for that. And, uh, you know, we, we don't know who's going yet, but, uh, you know, it's Wednesday. So we have a couple of days um, before we see who actually is going to make Team Texas. But if you made it, here's an early congratulations from me. Uh, and we can't me. wait. And we me. can't wait to see you represent uh, us in Orlando in 2022. It's going to be a fun time. And that's, guys, that's, barely a year away if you think about that i know it's barely it a year away that you're gonna represent 383 days away look at that look at that there math. you go look oh, at that math. math quick math <laughs> there but that's happening on friday and yeah we can't wait to see who makes the team but uh other I cheated, than that though. i don't did you I yeah i cheated i wanted to make sure i was gonna go so i put it in for the staff as well as one of the coaches to see if I can make it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping I get my name called. <laughs> Everett, Everett's here double dipping, man. Double dipping just want to get a trip to Florida. <laughs> oh, I want to represent Texas. I'm, I'm, you know, I guess I've been here for over 20 years now. I guess I'm a Texan, right? I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll let you see you are. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I was, Ed, I was just going to say, yeah, you're probably three quarters of the way there, maybe. <laughs> got a little bit. Got a, you're 75% Texas. <laughs> but no, we, we can't wait. You know, we hope as staff we get to go so we can watch you in person compete there. So it's just going to be awesome. And like I so said, we're super excited um, to see who's actually going to get picked to go. But again, that's Friday. That's the 14th. Um, at noon so be into make sure you are tuning in for that i've had a tough time talking today i know tongue twister now, hey, what, about, twisted. what about yoga tomorrow yeah yoga's happening tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow you get, so um, um, <laughs> get some meditation <laughs> tune in for the uh you know the uh so connected live and and at 6 p.m thursday yeah. yeah yeah get that nice little yoga class there relaxation um, for those of y'all that seen me trying to do yoga, um, when it was, we were doing it with SO connected, y'all seen how it mm -hmm. made me cry. Um, but it's okay. <laughs> I was about to ask, Ed, have you ever done yoga before? I, I've done hot yoga a couple of times and, uh, that's yeah, just twice. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me tell you, I did it back in high school. It, it kicks your butt. It does. Yeah. It, does. Ugh, it is no joke. 
<laughs> but yeah, make sure you tune in for that. We got a lot of things happening with So Connected. Um, we got another Fortnite competition coming up at the end of the month. It's on a Friday this month. Um, kind of mixing it up on y'all doing it Friday night from 5:30 um to 8 o'clock. Uh, we're gonna do kind of a Friday night bragging rights um kind of tournament that we're gonna do. So be in the lookout for that. But a lot of exciting things happening coming up here in the month of May. Um, and I think that's everything. Yes, sir. All right. All right. That's perfect. I feel we we hit everything again. Look at us. We're on a streak here. I don't think we've yeah. missed anything. Well, um, you know, yeah, it's here in a while. So uh, don't ruin it. Don't, don't ruin the streak. Don't forget. We're not ruining it because I got to add one more thing. Don't forget if you uh, have uh, got your first uh, round of vaccinations to make sure you you check with your your region. Um and I believe, um, you know, next week we have the North region that they are going to be in Fort Worth and Dallas getting their second uh, COVID shot. So remember to check with your your programs director executives uh, to make sure that you can get your, you know, you're in time and will be there to get your second round of your vaccination. Now we yes. hit everything. Yes. <laughs> well, no, that well, that reminds me if you haven't done your training yet, make sure you go get your return to practice training done so that when your team does return to practice and we open up for competitions here in the next few months that you are ready to go on day one and you don't delay yourself. So make sure you go get all that taken care of again. So on day one, when we open back up, you're ready to go and you don't have to wait. So there you go. A lot of things get it all done so you can see us on the field and that we can see you on the field. But other than that, uh, Thanks for joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. We hope to catch you for the next. Remember to stay so active and let's all stay so connected. See y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.